0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raising Golfers podcast. I'm so excited to have you here back on the podcast. My name is Travis Hauser. I'm a PJ professional coach coaching golf here in Carlsbad, California. Super excited for the upcoming semester that we have of our Operation 36, which is gonna start just this next week. We've got a completely sold out program with a bunch of new students joining and just a lot of really cool things in the future. So I'm super excited for that. And the thing I'd like to talk about is Traits of super elite athletes, and this isn't necessarily just to you know try to motivate you to think that you're a junior golfer and needs to become this super athlete. I think it's just an awareness thing that I think is helpful to look back onto and think about sometimes. So, I'm going to cover a couple of things some of you might already know, some of that you haven't thought about before, some of them you might have heard, but maybe these things aren't actually happening yet, and I think that's okay. But it's just to give you a, a bigger perspective. And what kind of triggered this for me, at least for this episode, was I was thinking about the winners on tour this weekend. So we had three winners. There's Luke List. He won here in San Diego at Torrey Pines. We had Victor Hovland. He won out in Dubai. And then we also had on the LPGA Tour, Lydia Ko. She also won this weekend. And I was looking at their golf swings and three completely different golf swings. And I think about this a lot about players and junior golfers and just how many different golf swings there are. And, you know, surely there are a few preferences I like to see and have with the golf swing. However, there's a lot of different ways to get it done. And it's not just all about technique. It makes these players become such super athletes. So I'm going to go into a couple of these traits. So let's start off by one that I think is super important. Something that I've worked on over the last few years myself with my own game and my coaching. And that would be that a trait of super elite athletes is, is they have a positive mindset and they're very optimistic. So a lot of my students laugh because of how positive I try to talk and encourage them in situations that would normally be a negative thing. And, you know, the reason I do it is I want to be able to help my junior golfers understand that, you know, sometimes you just have to laugh these things off you're not going to be able to play perfectly, you're not going to hit the perfect golf shot every time, you're not going to win every time, you're not going to shoot the lowest score of your life every time. So we kind of have to flip the mindset of perfection and beating ourselves up on things and really have that positive mindset. So, you know, there's a lot of things we can do to help out with our junior golfers in these areas. And I think, you know, one of them could be starting out by just coaching lightly. Another one could be having a lot of different activities and games for them. And then, you know, just generally speaking, you know, get them comfortable with losing and get them comfortable with using good sportsmanship. And I think that'll go a long ways for themselves. The next one would be confidence and self-belief. And going back to the episode with Dr. Matt Park, he talked about confidence and self-belief a lot. And it's very fascinating thing. And, you know, I would agree. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, you, you, it's sometimes is very difficult to coach, However, there's things again that we could talk to with our junior golfers that would be confidence boosters versus things that would actually bring them down. And in one of the episodes I talked about how, you know, a lot of times junior golfers don't see a problem and so they don't really don't want to fix a problem that they don't see. And in this instance, you know, if I started talking about how poor their grip was, well, you know, they are going to start losing some confidence over time, especially if they hear that. Whereas if I'm just encouraging them on the things that they're doing well, those little things might help with the junior golfer's confidence and their self-belief stay really, really high and that can carry over long-term. The next one would be the commitment to the process. This is huge because again, it's just one of those things where I think golfers are just so committed to perfection that they lose sight of the process and understand that you know, version one of your golf game or first tournament you go out to is probably not going to be good as your version two or version three, meaning the next time you go out and play a tournament, the next experience you have in that setting, or, you know, as your golf swing and golf game develop. But the only way to get to version three, and let's just say version three is elite, is you've got to go through version one and version two, and you have to experience those ups and downs. And again, I think if you can have the mindset of the commitment to the process, That is very, very key for professional athletes. And I I often tell my junior golfers that the professionals, they're out practicing and they're making swing changes, for example, they had a lot of really bad shots, but they know that this is what they have to do to go through the process to get to where they need to get. And that's just part of the, again, the process. And they're going to have bad shots, but they they have to have the mindset that this is a process. It's not about immediate perfection desire and motivation so the first person who really highlighted the burning desire was dave maloney came on the podcast a few times and it's just so true and it's fascinating to see differences in junior golfers and where their desire is for golf and their motivation to play and you know it's we don't know when it can come out we don't know when it's going to happen But what I've at least found is creating the positive learning environment and really putting the experience at the forefront, meaning that the junior golfer's experience is extremely positive with the game of golf, seems to help spark the desire and motivation for these junior golfers. So just make sure that your junior golfers are in some type of environment that's going to potentially help spark the burning desire or motivate them. Because again, I've talked about this before, if you're only if you're doing too much of one thing, for example, of just one-on-one lessons, it could have the opposite effect. And now let's hear a message from our show sponsor. Hey guys. This last spring, I teamed up with Operation 36 here at our facility in Carlsbad, California, and it has completely changed my way of coaching and service to my customers. Operation 36 is a developmental golf program designed to take beginners from playing their first round to being able to shoot par or better for nine holes. So here's how it works. Participants attend weekly one-hour classes and work through a six-level curriculum. They then play in nine-hole events once or twice a month with a common goal to shoot 36 or better from different distances. And using the Operation 36 app, coaches can plan programs, communicate with families, and track students' progress. It's really, really cool. If you're a parent listening, search for a program near you on their website at operation36.golf/juniors. And coaches, if you'd like to start a program at your facility, go to the same website, operation36.golf/coaches. Super elite athletes they have supreme concentration. I mean they can be very very concentrated and truly great athletes have just this almost innate ability to get in the zone when they need to and it's one of those things that you know i've I've seen this before it's like you, you know you got to be able to train your mind you got to be able to train yourself physically and again you have to have a ton of experience. And there are certain things that you can do to help with a junior golfer's concentration or your child's concentration levels. And it could even be things that aren't related to golf. It could be other tasks that you give them. It, it could be, you know, puzzles. It could be a Rubik's Cube. It could be a lot of different things that helps them concentrate. And those things might carry over into their athleticism and carry into their golf. Now, the next thing, I got, there's two more I'd like to talk about. and This one is that they have high-quality relationships and support. And, you know, super elite athletes, they're not doing this on their own. They've got family behind them. They've got trainers behind them, coaches behind them. They've got a whole team of people who are supporting them. And they maintain high-quality relationships with those people. And they work together as a team to spring forward. And it's interesting, when you listen to the interviews of the PGA and LPGA players, they use the word we a lot more than they use the word I. And basically, what they're talking about is they're talking about their support system and their team and, and, and how much they value those relationships with their team, and all those people involved supporting them. Now, the last thing I'd like to talk about of super elite athletes, is that they focus on developing holistically as a person, not just as an athlete. And, you know, if one person that stands out to me is one of my favorite golfers in the whole world for many reasons, Roy McElroy. He does a lot of research for mental health things, for physical things, for family things, for business development, investments, all these kinds of things Because I think he knows that he doesn't just need to develop as a golfer. He needs to develop as a person, a human being. And then those traits will then carry over into his golf game to then make him into this super elite athlete that he really already is. But he has high ambitions and goals that he would like to achieve. And so he's continuously working on those things. So I hope in this episode, you got a couple of good ideas of some ways to think about, okay, what is it that I need to be doing to help my junior golfers out? And I think if we can help them be better people, and I think if we can get that burning desire, I think a lot of things are gonna align. There's so many other traits we could talk about in developing super elite athletes, but I thought these ones really stood out to me with you know, the big picture of things and developing them as humans and developing them as good people. So I hope there was a couple things in there today that you took away that you'll be able to help implement and help out with your junior golfers and look forward to having you here back on the podcast next week. Thanks so much, guys.